Hi, I'm Val Hart in San Antonio, Texas, founder of Val Hart and Friends at ValHart.com. Welcome to The Real Dr. Doolittle Show, the show for animals and the people who love them. I've been called a real-life Dr. Doolittle many times in my career as an expert animal communicator, behaviorist, pet psychic, and master healer. My mission and passion is to improve the lives of animals the world over by helping humans learn how to speak their language, how to understand their viewpoints, and heal. After all, our love of animals helps us be better humans, and the more balanced and healthy we are, the more balanced and healthy they can be, too. Be sure and look for my CDs on iTunes, and to find out more about my work and to receive your free Quick Start Animal Talk course, just go to my website at valhart.com. While you're there for a limited time, you can also apply for a complimentary Happy Animal Assessment Session. And if you want to learn how to be your own Dr. Doolittle, check out the world's first complete animal communication made easy system available now on my website at valhart.com. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Val Hart, the real Dr. Doolittle, and today I'm talking with Joan Hunter-Mayer. She is a certified professional dog trainer, and she enjoys great satisfaction from seeing her students succeed. While she loves teaching her clients how to train and manage their dogs, her greatest joy comes from knowing that she has empowered them with a valuable education that will help enhance their relationship with their dogs for life. As a dog guardian and dog mom herself, Joan infuses her canine coaching with realistic expectations because she understands that the challenges that both humans and dogs face in everyday life, and she offers practical guidance and solutions for making any situation work. Today, the inquisitive canine combines her excellent canine and people skills to provide both dogs and their guardians with a rewarding experience. And for Joan, the reward is being able to share what she loves doing most, which is teaching you to teach your dog. Welcome to the show, Joan. Thank you, Val. That was a wonderful intro. Thank you. I'm delighted. Uh, and by the way, if anyone is on their website or is um, or, or actually on the computer, you can check out Joan's website, and that is inquisitivecanine.com. I'm going to spell it I-N-Q-U-I-S-I-T-I-V-E-C-A-N-I-N-E.com. That's inquisitivecanine.com. So good. So they can be checking out your site while we're chatting. So that's good. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so Joan, I I can't wait to hear what got you started working as a canine inquisitive coach. Oh. How, how did that happen? You know, I have to give all the credit to my to the original inquisitive canine. Poncho. Okay. Poncho. Oh, Pancho. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, we adopted him in uh, the Father's Day of 2003. Mm-hmm. From a rescue, uh, not too far from where we live. It was down in L.A. and we're up uh, near Santa Barbara, on uh, in California. Okay. And he was a little bit older. He's a, they they had said he was somewhere between two and four years old. And my okay. husband and I really didn't want to go through the puppy stage. We wanted, yeah, you know. And he was he's small. Okay. So when what, I what called him, what kind? Of, sorry. What kind of puppy is he? He is a. He is a ten pound mutt. Chihuahua <laughs> something. A chihuahua something. We don't know. He's a, he's he's, chihuahua. <laughs> he's a, he's a 
have people call on my pocket pit. And oh, I, oh, I love it, a pocket pit. I love but, that. Uh, okay. We know he's half too well. We don't know what the other half. It could be Dachshund or Jack Russell. He's got a lot of the terrier <laughs> temperament, let's just say. Okay. Um, but not that I'm breed biased, but he does like the, the grab, shake, kill, at the you know, with the yeah. toys. So. <laughs> Um, okay. Anyway, but he, you know, that when we called the shelter, they said, or it was a private rescue, it was a private rescue, and she said, all he wants is his tennis ball. He loves to play with his tennis ball. My husband is a tennis player. He likes to play tennis. So I said, let's go meet him. And we fell in love with him. Wow. Just fell in love with him. And uh, I wanted to be a responsible dog guardian and responsible dog mom. Uh-huh. As, as, as my husband did, and okay. so we just started reading books, okay. started taking him to classes, and uh, the, actually the original trainer that we started with, she's the one that turned me on to a fabulous book called The Culture Clash hmm. by Jean Donaldson, Okay, and then she encouraged us to, because my husband and I both like going to conferences, we like education, we like going to conferences, mm-hmm. she said, you should go to something called the the APDT, Association for Pet Dog Trainers or Professional Dog Trainers, mm-hmm. annual conference here. Ah. It's a whole, it's like five days, you have workshops, you have hands-on, you have just talks, you have, you can meet all the trainers, blah, blah, blah. She goes, you guys would really like it. And I said, well, we're not trainers. Mm-hmm. She goes, that doesn't matter. She goes, you guys would really like it. And I said, Okay. You know what? <laughs> Changed my life. Wow. Oh my God, it makes me want to be a trainer. Makes wow. me want to, and so ever since I have gone on to educate myself in my profession to be able to practice as best I can with yeah. the knowledge that I've gained and and I still I love going to school and I can mm-hmm. say that most for most dogs they like going to you know, they never argue about going to a class, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um yeah. that's that's kind of how I got started, and and I love it. I, I finally love my job, and I always say Poncho has been the best career counselor that I ever had. <laughs> so. Thanks, Poncho. I know. Uh, I know. That's like, awesome. He was probably thinking, how can I get her to spend more time with me? <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention to me, because it's all about me, It's all about Mom. me, right. <laughs> I know. I'll change careers just for you. Thank you. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be your teacher on that. You told me that Poncho actually actually has his own column. Is he that does. true? Yeah. And you're a syndicated columnist also. Right. Yes, yeah, what, so, right. Yeah, so how did that happen? Uh, there's a local online site here in town called Newshawk. Okay. And um, they had contacted me about maybe some uh, doing some advertising, and at the time I couldn't huh. afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, if you'd like content, I'd be happy to write like a Dear Abby-type column for dog behavior. Ah. And they said, great. Awesome. So that's how it started. And then other groups have seen me online, and they really liked it and asked if I would mind, you know, having the column on their site. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, there's another competing local uh, news site here in the Santa Barbara area called mm-hmm. Ed Hat. Okay. And they said, well, we don't, we want original content. And I said, well, you know, Poncho's been looking for an outlet for a while. He's been looking <laughs> to write, you know, because he helps me with the column. He does, it, we we collaborate on Dear Inquisitive Canine. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to put his own spin on it. And I said, well, you know what, you're on your own, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah, some of the things he says, I, you know, I kind of refrain. But he's yeah. a little bit, sometimes he can be a little bit more terrier, you know, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. your face. 
And mm-hmm. so it's called a pooch's perspective. A pooch's he, perspective. Okay. A, po- a pooch's perspective, and he's still very PC, but he kind of sums everything up. So people write in, and he'll narrow it down and and get right to the meat and bones of the of the of the matter at hand and uh-huh. give advice. Uh huh. And uh, he's doing really. People like it. There's been a lot of comments, and he 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 enjoys it. So. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. That's darling. I love that. I'm so delighted. Oh, so great. Good boy. Yay. Yeah. Good boy, Poncho. <laughs> you had to buy, get, earn some more money to buy some more doggy food, right? And yeah, there you go. Stuff. The treats and traveling and <laughs> all the things he likes to do. I love that. Oh. All right. So let's jump into dog behavior. Oh, yeah, something we yeah. both love, right? Yeah. Yes. When, when it's good behavior, we love it. Right. And when it's not so good behavior, when they're tearing our things up or showing signs of separation anxiety, Velcro dog, instability, oh, my God, damage and destroy, um, all that kind of stuff, it's not so fun. No, no, it isn't. It's, it can be uh, certainly. It can be frustrating. Yeah. And especially, you know, we have to know our own limitations as far as the, the human part of it as well, right? Because you and I, I mean, any normal person, you have those days where your fuse is just a little bit shorter, and so maybe oh, yeah. that barking is just getting on your nerves a little bit more that day than another day. Right. And so right. sometimes we have to take a breath. Before we blame the dog and mm-hmm. say, okay, what can I do to make it better for yeah. both the dog and myself? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, before you launch into, you know, killing the dog. Right. <laughs> right. Blame the dog. Blame the dog. Um, so you really do we need to look and see what our part in it, you know, because it, it's obvious and it's really clear that somehow their needs are not being met. Right. Or they haven't heard exactly what we want. Exactly. You know, it's like, what are you trying to say? Yeah, exactly. I kind of look at it, Val, as like if our dogs are doing something that, you know, we don't, that we find annoying, Uh right, and we haven't told them, it's almost if they go, well, why didn't you just say so in the first place? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Yeah. So, um, so how would you deal with a situation like that? So, let's let's talk about one of the big bugs is separation anxiety problems. That's a, a sign of some pretty severe instability, right? Uh, what, yeah. what do you, how do you work with that? What what would you tell someone if they came to you with a separation anxiety problem? First off, if somebody were to call me and say. My dog is destroying my house whenever I leave, and I don't know what to do. And um, and I would first get a better history on just, you know, my dog's destroying things. Because separation distress is different from just plain old boredom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? So boredom behavior, they also destroy things. So I would say, you know, is the dog, does the dog eat? at all when you leave? Does it happen within the first 30 minutes? Are they chewing at doorways or windows or window blinds, right? Or, or um, you know, are they, do you find a puddle of drool? Are they eliminating in the house also? So, I mean, so there's a few things that you want to differentiate or, you know, to help discriminate between is it pure boredom mm-hmm. versus Oh my God! I can't stand being alone. I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm, ter- I'm terrified and panicked. I am beside myself. I I don't care. I'm destroying myself. Right. Yeah. And if they are afraid, if they are very upset and afraid, that's a different path of learning. Yeah. So you want to, you know, things with 
things like that, you have to you have to teach them to be confident and comfortable being alone. And the thing is, you know, dogs, you know, unlike some of the other species out there, dogs are very social animals. They like to be with their family members, whether it just be one person, right, or yeah. a whole family, you know, or just another animal that they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. like to, they don't do well in isolation. Right. And so that's why, you know, when people get new puppies, it's like you really have to teach your dog to be confident and be happy being alone and enjoy alone time. Yes. Right? Yes. And they don't understand that until the dog gets older. It's like, wait a minute, you've been glued to me all this time and now you leave. Mm-hmm. So um, so then if you have a situation with a dog that's already uncomfortable, you kind of have to go back to basics of helping them build confidence, help being, you know, so what I usually do is um, – they do short absences, right? Maybe mm-hmm, ten mm-hmm. seconds out of the room, almost like playing peekaboo with a child, right? Mm-hmm, so yeah, you play like ten, fifteen seconds. You go through your routine. They know dogs know routine really, really well. So you have to break up the routine. So if one pair of shoes and your keys and a briefcase predict I'm going to be alone all day, mm-hmm. versus those shoes and the treat bag and the leash mean we're going out. Mm-hmm. You want to start picking up the leash at random times and not go anywhere. Right. You want to pick up your briefcase and keys and just go sit on the couch, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you start breaking up this prediction so the dog is like, oh, are you leaving or not leaving? Mm-hmm. And then every time you do, this is where you use interactive food toys, games like scavenger hunts, um, you know, other puzzle toys to play with, giving the dog something to do so they actually enjoy it. So, And you also refrain from giving as much attention when you're around them all the time. Right. So they don't associate all good things happen when you are here, all bad things happen when you leave, please don't leave. Mm-hmm. You reverse it saying all good ha- things happen when you leave, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. please go away. <laughs> yeah, I want to have my own time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> kind of like, I kind of... It's similar to when, I don't know, at least with me, when I was a child and my parents left me alone for the first time, yeah, I was nervous. Mm-hmm. It's not worried, yeah. you know? Yeah. Even with a babysitter, it's like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. But then uh-huh. I realized I got to stay up later. I got to eat whatever I wanted. They'd order pizza for me. It's like, God, I never get that. So it was like, great. God, I can house myself. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Or we're out. The babysitter lets me do anything I want. This is yeah. fabulous. Yeah. So yeah. when are you guys leaving again? Yeah. So you start to build that confidence, like all is safe, all is good in the world. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, for severe, severe cases, I would recommend that maybe people talk with um, their vet about medications. There's some, you know, there's some decent medications out there that would help the dog. Not, not like, not, um... More like anti-anxiety pills, not mm-hmm. not narcotics or anything, not mm-hmm. to knock them out, but you know to help the brain waves, help their help their mental state, so they're more responsive to a training plan, right? I and like how you, for, yeah, I like how you said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good. it's not, and it's not for all dogs. Certainly, it's not all for all animals. It would be very case specific. Uh, a trainer should, unless they have a degree in medicine, a trainer should not be diagnosing that. They should say, you know, yeah. I just. I, so I tell my clients, you might want to talk to your vet to see if there's any kind of medical therapy that would help. Aromatherapy, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the the, the the aromatherapies can be helpful. Creating an environment where the dog is most comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I know from with Poncho, there are certain noises he wants to go find and kill. 
you know, like diesel <laughs> diesel trucks. Somebody once called him the Al Gore of dogs because he can't stand <laughs> diesel trucks, right? But when it's windy, we had those we had these horrible east winds out here, you know, 50 mile an hour winds that are slamming the shutters and tree branches and mm. patio furniture being thrown across the yard. Oh wow! He gets very scared. Yeah. And he, we couldn't find him. He had burrowed so deep in the closet. And we crawled under there, and we found him, and his little brown eyes are looking at us like, make the bad noise go away. It's you know? not safe. It's, it's not safe. safe. I know. I saw the Wizard of Oz. Right. I know what could happen. happen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I know. It's like, huh, if I know, like, there's going to be a power outage or if there's going to be a storm or something really windy, I'll make sure... You know, he's either I, I'll hire a pet sitter to come by and hang out with him, or or, or I'll have my husband take him to his office so he's not oh. alone. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so you know, other things that people can, other resources that. Okay. Um. You know, and uh, you know, maybe to help make sure the dog is tired and wants to take a nap. Mm-hmm. So make sure he's exercised. And tired, or you know, hire somebody to come in and out once in a while while you're going through the training program. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can't yeah. expect everything overnight, especially when it's fear-based. Just like if you were afraid of heights or you were afraid of flying, right? I wouldn't expect you to get you on an international flight overnight. Yeah, yeah, baby right? steps. Yeah, baby steps. Baby steps, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good. That's a really good point. Oh, I love that. Oh wow. Oh, that's that's really helpful. Actually, I, you brought out some really interesting alternate suggestions. I don't think some people would think of, you know, like the aromatherapy meds. You know, I, I'm sure everyone with a dog like this has probably been told to put their dog on Prozac. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, there are some really important points about that if it's right for that dog, and if it's the right med for that dog. Right. Exactly. Um, and it, it takes six weeks, at least six weeks, to work. Yeah. Sometimes they don't work. Right. And it's not a Band-Aid. It's just no. an adjunct to the behavior modification plan. Exactly. And it's it. backed up. And they, it, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> no. I'm excited. I'm like, oh, I know. No, me too. A puppy. Me too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. No, oh, wow. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. No, you. No, you. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot. Oh, uh, it, the, the point is that it changes. Uh, what you said is that it helps make them more receptive to a good training program. Right. So it shifts them out of the hyper, over alert, you know, um, unstable mind and helps them interrupt that, like that program loop, obsessive compulsive disorder program loop, you know, kind of thing, um, so that they can focus on something else, so they can, they can hear a new thought or receive a new something that will help them change their internal state, their body chemistry. Right. Right? They're able to receive the information. They're able to receive the information. Yeah. And the critical point is once we've achieved that shift, whether it's through aromatherapy, um, anti-anxiety med, Change in the environment, change in food or diet. By the way, could could yeah. be causing them to feel very uncomfortable or unsettled. Rule out um, a health disorder. You know, they're they're panicking because their bo- 
body, there's something wrong. Exactly. You know, they're in That's pain or something. That's the first else. thing is they have a yeah. medical exam to exactly. rule out anything. Yeah, you know, and in my world, Joan, you know, I talk to animals, so it, sometimes the vets can't find it. You know, they, they don't know what the animal's feeling. So, you know, to be completely sure that they're, that the animal's actually okay, that they're healthy and aren't having either an intermittent pain or, you know, they're having visual disturbances or, you know, they're hearing strange things, you know, or, or something, um, we really have to talk to the animal. But once we've ruled all of that out, then there are a lot of other things that we can do. And I love the idea of breaking up the routine and creating something fun for them to do while you're not there. Right. Um, I love that idea. I, I mean, my dog doesn't have this problem at all, but you've given me, you've given me a whole new wonderful idea, which is to create a little scavenger hunt for him. It is so much fun. Yeah. Oh, I, I do it that. for Poncho just for fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we do the find it game, and it's one of his most favorite games in the world. <laughs> That's my favorite game, too. Me, too. I love it. Uh, me, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I can see how that would really be helpful. Sure, you know? yeah, so, I think so. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, well, let's keep going. Um, let's talk about barking. Um, oh, I'm queen of that. You're a queen oh, of yeah. the barker, so I love this. Okay, so what would you tell someone if they're coming to you with a dog that is driving them insane and their neighbors with barking? Okay, so again, I go back to the beginning. You know, I go back to to, to taking the history and, mm -hmm. and asking, you know, when does your dog bark, under mm -hmm. what circumstances, what are the triggers in the environment, what have yeah. you tried so far, what has worked, what hasn't worked. Yeah. And, you know, again, like you you and I already agreed on, you rule out any kind of medical first because yeah. sometimes Critical. they bark for attention because they don't feel well all of a sudden. And I yeah. actually have a perfect example of that. Okay. That when um, we took Poncho to the dog park, uh, this was years ago, and he'd been playing. He loves the big dogs, and which is fine. It's like mm -hmm. play with whoever you want to play with. They're, yeah. they're your friends. So yeah. he's playing, 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 playing. And I heard a little yelp, mm -hmm. and um, and you know he's fine. And then he he came over. I was still chatting. We were gonna leave because it was already you know, it was getting dark. We was it was time to go. But I then I started talking with some other friends, and we were just standing there. And Poncho was sitting next to me, and all of a sudden he lifted his leg and peed on me. Oh my god! And I was like, oh. Yeah, he was trying to tell you. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't reinforce attention-seeking behavior. Yeah. So if he's barking at me for attention-seeking stuff, I ignore it. Yeah. Right. This wasn't Val. It was mine. As I was like, I felt horrible, absolutely horrible when yeah. I was rubbing his tail, and all of a sudden he yelped. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh! It's because you hurt yourself. That's what that yelp was when you were playing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Rule out medical first. Yeah. Right? Rule out is it separation distress? Right. Is it you know, or is it boredom? Yeah. There's another case I had a client. She said the neighbors kept the neighbor one neighbor kept complaining that her dog was barking. I'm like, mm -hmm. Oh really? She goes, Yeah and I said, What was going on? She goes, Well the dog would be out in the yard and then the neighbor would come over and look at the dog and stare over the fence at the dog mm -hmm. and the dog kept barking at him. And he just kept standing there and then he <laughs> so he said the dog was barking. Well, duh. 
<laughs> you know, it doesn't take a genius to figure that one out. So, yeah. you know, what's in the environment? Are there, yeah. you know, so figure out what you can fix in the environment first. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if there's a dog that barks all in the yard because people are walking their dogs, they're walking back and forth all the time, give your dog something to do. And if you can't train your dog, right, if you can't reward for quiet, if you can't yeah. train your dog, if you don't have the time, yeah. then manage by not allowing the dog out in the yard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can't set your dog up and then blame him for doing what you don't want to do if it was kind of, you know, you had some accountability. Right. Okay. Right. So then, let's say dog's barking at the door. Okay. Bark, 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 bark. Mm-hmm. So, two things. I look to see who it is. Mm-hmm. And if it's somebody with a mask and a gun, I... <laughs> or somebody trying to sell me something mm-hmm. that I don't want, <laughs> I just let Poncho bark. That's I just, right. I don't say anything to him. I just let him run amok. Okay. And that's his job. He's doing his job, and that's what he gets paid for around here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's say I looked out, and it's Val. Oh, my gosh, it's our friend Val at the door. Uh-huh. Then I ask him to be quiet. I say thank you. I reward him with a treat for being quiet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Initially, now he's able just to work for petting and praise, and sometimes I'll toss a toy for him instead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then I let him in. And if he barks again, I say, too bad, and either I leave the room, I don't let the person in, or I put him out. Mm-hmm. And I usually, you know, doing a timeout on a dog, I usually don't do that until I have rewarded what I wanted at least 100 times, if not more. Oh, that's a really good point. Because we always, you know, a lot of people just go right to the punishment, right mm-hmm. to either a timeout or some kind of punishment. But then if the dog, that doesn't tell the dog what you want. Exactly. Right? Critically like, important. You, right. They only know what the wrong choice is. They don't know what the right choice is. Yes. So that's why I also set it up. I do a lot of dress rehearsals. We do a lot of dress oh. rehearsals. Yes. Dress I like rehearsals that. are, I mean, why do you think, like on Broadway and movies and all that, they do it? How many times do they do a dress rehearsal before they? actually shoot it or go live yeah right yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah that makes it's such a critical point i'm going to try to summarize it a bit so oh, yes i'm sorry yeah so the first no this is perfect so um so fix the environment right there's there's a reason there's always a reason why our animals do what they do from their viewpoint given their History, their instinct, their what they've been taught or not taught, uh, something is sparking the behavior. They don't do it, do it for no reason. So right. fix the environment, get in their viewpoint, find out what is really driving the behavior, and then manage it. Right. Right? Whether it means don't let them outside or it means, you know, training them, creating a new training plan for something, take proactive action, whatever. The point is to tell them what you actually do want. And set them up to win with lots of dress rehearsals. Right. Did I miss anything? No, no, that's it. Reward what you want. Oh, Reward thank you. What you that's want. exactly the key. And that goes with any, with any animal. Exactly. Human, non-human, you know, if we're not told, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, don't you love to say when people say thank you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's Doesn't lovely. Much, right? Yes, yes, and they, if they give me a nice treat, or oh, um, I know. or or pat my head or rub my ears, I like it. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> right. We like so, yeah. to rubs, right? We do. That's nice too. Um, so yeah, exactly. So the key point in all training, I think, has to be these two guiding lines, which is to tell them what you actually do want, and right. then reward them. 
for, yeah. for reward them for what you, for what you want, right? For right. doing what you want. Yeah, I mean that's right. just kind of basics here, and that, it, like you said, it goes for our two-legged friends as well as our four-legged. Exactly. <laughs> yes, and I treat my friends and my husband the exact same way. There you I go. I reward what I like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I mean, like for right, for instance, right now the mail is coming, and I know that Pont, I know the specific bark that he has mm-hmm. for yes. when the mail comes. Yes. And I, you know, sometimes I redirect his behavior. Yeah. And sometimes mm-hmm. I say, you know what, go ahead and run amok because I want you to run amok because I want you to have to, you know, <laughs> actually I want you to just exercise yourself. Isn't that horrible? I'm a horrible <laughs> trainer to allow that, but because it's inconsistent. But at least I know I can call him off of it and have him come over here and be quiet. And then if I don't want him barking around the yard when I'm yeah. gone, yeah. I will bring him in the house and not give him access. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, oh, came hard, he came this way, with his, and he's gotten a lot better, I'll tell uh-huh. you. But okay. Still. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, and I'll, I'll bring one more point in on the barking. Um, uh, one way I work with, with it is to teach them the signals to bark. So you want them to teach them to know to bark when you want them to, and that also gives you the signal of not to bark. So we have an on switch and we have an off switch by default, right. uh, which is kind of helpful. And um, I know for my dog, for Einstein, I also teach him, you know, the hand signals. So if I've got a bad guy outside my front door or someone I really don't want to, you know, mess with or talk to, I don't want to open the door for him, that I am delighted for Einstein to go tear it up up there, run him up, right. you know, like you said, and, and I'm back here encouraging him, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, keep it up, keep it up, yeah. but, but, you know, so, um, but then if it's a friend, you know, then I just redirect him, I acknowledge him, I thank him for doing his job, you know, we and then we do something else, and right. uh, and that's really the bottom line, and it's not a problem. So uh, I think if yeah. we got a barking dog, being smart about how to solve, you know, solve this really means that we become proactive. We learn, we tell them what we really want, and I, you know, I don't see it as in, inconsistent um, because they're intelligent, sentient beings. Uh, they they can figure it out. They they know when this is really important. You know, uh, if we've done our homework, if we've set them up for success. Yeah. Um, then they 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 get it. They get it. So. They do, and they can discriminate. Yeah. They I've can. never. Yeah. I mean, we. I taught Poncho a speak cue years ago, uh-huh. but I never needed it because he uh-huh. <laughs> he does does it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have the little. You know, there's the the song that says "Who Let the Dogs Out." Oh yes. Yeah. So that oh, Einstein yes. and I perform that little song. So I'll go, "Who let the dogs out?" And then I'll tell, and then Einstein will bark. <laughs> he does the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, you guys should go on, a, on a, one of those reality shows. I know. Be it would be fun. Yeah. Oh man. I, yeah. Um, oh, goodness. I, I would love to keep going here, and I'm looking at our time. Um, is there anything you want to leave us with um, that is that you feel is really important that us dog people need to know? I think we covered it, Val. I think that, you know, we're okay. so on the same page with, you know, showing, just teaching the animals, taking the time to teach them what you want. Yeah. And and remembering to thank them in some way and acknowledging that behavior. Thank you. Even the ones, I say, even the ones that they offer on their own, when -hmm. when you catch them in the act of doing what you want and then reward them for it. You know, so those times when Poncho is, like, quiet in the yard, oh, my gosh, I'll run out there and throw a party for him. (laughs) He knows, oh, okay, this is what you want. Uh I got it. Uh 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that's so, great. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So. I love it. Okay, I'm writing that down. I, I have forgotten to do that part. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. Sometimes, like, I'll send my husband a text just to say thank you for taking the garbage oh. out or I love you or thank you for getting, you know, something. And it's, yeah. Just, it's just one of those little things. Yeah. It's laws of learning. If we, re- if we are rewarded in some way for behavior, we'll do it more often. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, that's beautiful. What a good note to stop on here. Yeah. Oh, man, well, I, I could talk, talk with you all day. I know. I was just going to say that. We are so on the same page. Yeah. Um, okay, so for our listener, um, we would love for you to go check out Joan's um, website. Again, that's inquisitivecanine.com. Um, I'm going to spell it, I-N-Q-U-I-S-I-T-I-V-E-C-A-N-I-N-E.com. Um, and check out your blog and your syndicated columns, and especially check out Poochie's, uh, Poochie's column, right. <laughs> Poncho's column, um, and um, and I know you'll love it, Poochie's perspective. Um, and other than that, Joan, thank you so much for your time today. Oh well, thank you, Val. To you yeah. and your team, thank you so much. It was lovely being on your show, and I appreciate you having us. Well, I'm glad that you're doing the job you're doing to help enlighten dog lovers, yeah. such as I know. I, I mean, I, I'm definitely a big time dog lover, and yeah. uh, I really am grateful for the a new and gentle and compassionate and actually quite wise approach to yeah. training. Yes. Yeah. So, such so important. Okay, my dear. Well, then let's leave it leave it there, and I'll look forward to hearing what else you're up to, and we'll catch up another day. Sounds wonderful. Okay, Thank you, Val. Thanks, Joan. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. For more information or to listen to other podcasts, go to valhart.com forward slash blog. And if you're someone who values a non-invasive, holistic solution to resolving problems with your dogs, cats, and horses, and you want better behaved, healthier, and happier animals, just go to my website at valhart.com to apply for a complimentary happy animal assessment session. And be sure and remember to look for my CDs on iTunes. Learning how to talk with animals is fun and will change your life. So while you're there at my site, get my free Quick Start Animal Talk course and check out the world's first complete animal communication made easy system. May the love of animals bless you, teach you, inspire you, heal you, and reconnect you to the circle of life. Mm